Welcome back to Organize with Grace podcast. Do you feel like you're always struggling to get it together? Do you feel like you're burning the candle at both ends, feeling completely disorganized in your home and life, that it's starting to affect you mentally and emotionally? Well, you've come to the right place if you need encouragement, easy and simple organization tips, or you just want to know that you're not alone in this season of life. Hi, I'm Grace Ramon, your fellow working mom and professional organizer. I believe in you, friend. You can get it together. Now let's get organized. Hey, friend. Thanks for tuning in. I have Kayla Byrne here, and she just founded her company this year called Your Home Reimagined. And she's got this desire to showcase to homeowners how they can create spaces to maximize their homes for their desired purpose. Coupled with experience in marketing, Kayla, she uses her creativity and design talents to facilitate the ideal space a client is looking for and get the best price for it. So Kayla, thank you so much for coming to Organize with Grace. Glad to have you. Super grateful to be here. Excited to get started. Awesome. Awesome. And I invited Kayla here because for someone like me who is, you know, at the beginning stages of of becoming a professional organizer, you know, I can declutter and organize all day long. But when it comes to design, when it comes to making making, uh, this space look pretty, I just don't have that skill. And Kayla is here to show us how to begin thinking about your space. So you've you've done the decluttering, you've done the organizing, but now you're looking at your space going, "Well, wow, looks kind of empty. How do I how do I make it look nice and and inviting?" So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I wanted Kayla, Kayla, I want you to show us well first of all i want to know more about your story and how you got into um, the business that you're in so tell us more for sure so man it's been a journey i will tell you that design and staging and organization is something i have been doing on the sidelines for what seems like forever i remember going through senior living homes when i was a kid and helping my mom go through Target with carts and carts and carts full of furniture and different things to stage a model apartment. And as a kid, I just loved it. I loved the aspect of creating a space that somebody could see themselves living in. And little did I know through years of doing that on the side for friends and family members that this would become such a passion of mine to help somebody facilitate a space for to reach its desired potential. Along the way, I was in digital marketing for four and a half years and loved the experience. But through the course of COVID, when you just have a lot more time to not only be at home, but you're Mm -hmm. also thinking about all of these things a little bit more, I realized that what was a passion of mine could become my career. I did a lot of research and went through the International Association of Home Staging Professionals, which is literally always a mouthful, but I got my accreditation to be a accredited staging professional. And what that means is I have an educational background in staging homes to sell for a better price and faster on the real estate market. So that's kind of how I got to where I am. And when I 
did that educational background. I opened my own business. So I went through all of the steps, probably what's what seemed like thousands of steps to yeah. open a business in Illinois. You have to do so much, but it was such a worth it experience. And I opened my business this past January and have been beginning to take clients for not only staging homes, so the, for the real estate market, but also organization, decluttering, and mood board design support for different clients. So that's a little bit of how I got here. Um, yeah. That's exciting. That is so exciting. And congratulations. And, you know, we we need that. I mean, not only do we need, uh, one of the things that you're talking about is stage, you know, the big thing is staging and, you know, when I think about that, I, I think about when someone is, when you have an, an event or, you know, people coming over and you want to like, hurry up, hurry up and just like get cleaned up and make it look nice. And, you know, again, staged, right. But what if, what if you want to decide that like, you know, that's how I want my every day to look like, that's how I want my space to look like every day. Yeah. Kayla, is that possible? You know, a little while ago, I would have told you no. I would have seen people on Instagram. I would have looked at the stagers, the interior designers of the world, and said, no, you can't live in a staged home. It's not possible. And for, for sellers that are putting their homes on the market, I will preface, it's not possible. You do have to keep everything spick and span. You have to wipe down because you've got showings. But for yeah. the everyday person, it's a little different. Staging your home to be welcoming looks different. And that's when I definitely think the design and mood board elements of my services come into play because it is possible and it's done on so many different budgets as well. And that's part of part of what I offer is looking at the different budgets somebody may have to create that space that they want it to be. And part of it, it really is convenience. If you've got yeah. kids and you're and you want your home to be something that looks clean all the time, well, that, that plan may involve a lot more cupboards and drawers than another nice. person that doesn't need that. But it is possible to create a space that is going to be easier to maintain to facilitate that state and staged more welcoming atmosphere for people coming yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. And I know that as professional organizers, we're always, we always recommend decluttering and decluttering some more and, and then, you know, organizing. And then, um, I mean, is it, does it have to be the last part before that, before all of that, as far as like making things look pretty or can we try to make things look pretty with all the stuff? What are, what are your thoughts on that? Do we need I... to declutter? I would always, always suggest before you try to create the space that you want to edit what you don't need. I, love I think that. that's a huge part of it is get room, get rid of what I call the room dandruff of your space. Ooh. So what, what do you see three Ooh. or more of that is just taking up space? Does it need to be there? Does it serve a purpose? This does not probably include kids' car toys that are laying on the ground. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking right. about. But yeah. if there are magazines that are laying out or things like that, get rid of those From things. 2010, maybe? Oh, my gosh. Right? None of people I see that still have that stuff sitting around. Uh, it may be a collection, and collections are valuable, but there can be a box for that. And you can't really work with the space you have until you can see the space you have. I love that. I love that. 
And so let's say we did the work, right? We did the work of decluttering. We did the work of organizing and we already know what we have. So let's, let's have an example of, let's just say, someone's office. Okay, so I think that we can, how can someone, um, especially now that a lot of people are working from home. So um, I am currently helping a client um, get her office uh, in order. So we did a lot of decluttering. Um, And so after that, like she wants it to look a certain way. What are what are questions that you would have for someone who wants to create a certain mood after they've done all of that? And what can my listeners ask like themselves to begin that process of design? For sure. So I would go through my top three questions for people that I design mood boards for. And a mood board really is kind of what it sounds like. Uh, For lack of a better word, you're creating a mood on a board, or in this case, probably an email that I would send to you. But I ask a couple quick questions. And the first one I, I always start off with is, how do you define your style? Because that looks so different to so many people. For me, it is minimalistic. It is simple. Uh, I think of the more modern styles, but those are those are my thing. Whereas yeah. I have people that I've I've worked with that love the bohemian style. Um, I always say go to go to uh, what is it? I think it's the spruce.com um, or just Google what are interior style trends or different types of interior styles and pick the one that you're like, this is what I love. This makes me feel so comforted and feel, makes me feel like I can be productive in this space just by looking at a picture. So that's number one, uh, which is kind of hard to narrow down in itself, but we get further into it. And the second one I ask as silly as this question sounds uh, it's it's truly so important and so valuable for me to know as I'm helping my my clients create spaces is what store would you want to go to for favorite things for your home? So yeah, wow, with that's great. Literally all of the furniture stores out there that you probably see in magazines on Instagram because that's where everybody gets their ideas from. What store grabs your attention? I, honestly, for me, because I am I am mis, mis- budget friendly. Target, Target, yeah. the Studio McGee line from uh, from Threshold. It is it is my style. If I could put my style into one box, that would be what it is. That's yeah. where I would love to buy absolutely everything from, and it works for me. That's not for everyone. So I would always ask, what is that store for you? And then, okay, okay the, you know what? Let me let me interrupt you really quick, yeah. um, Kayla. That brings up something to mind mm-hmm. for me, who is a, hmm, I would say a mishmasher of items. So I'll pick things up from, you know, Target and then uh, some other store, TJ Maxx or, you know, whatever. And then I wouldn't know what to do. And no wonder I have not zeroed in on that one, uh, that one store or that one style. And now I'm rethinking how I pick up yeah. items. No wonder they don't match. <laughs> and they don't all question you. <laughs> right. But in my mind, who needs it simplified for me? Like I do need it to have some uniformity. Like because mm-hmm. like 
you you have that gift, right, of um, of being able to see things and put them together. You know, not everyone has that, you know, gift. And we give ourselves such a hard time, like, of not knowing. I'm like, no, no, no. People have that gift or people are skilled in that or you, like yourself, have learned how to, you know, do that. It's a combination of things. So so thank you for that. That's a that's a cool question of like what store. Um, so repeat that again for us, that that second question. For sure. What store do you go to for your favorite things in your home or would you want to? Awesome. Love it. Love it. All right. So we're on to the what is what is your third question? The third question is probably the, the biggest one for creating a mood board or just for asking yourself, what is what is the purpose or goal you want this room to serve? So if you've got, I always think of the entertaining space in a family's home. So if that entertaining space is also your kid's playroom, but you want it to have a bar for hosting, it's probably not serving the best space because you're combining too many things. But you could also find areas and aspects to incorporate all of those things, but have them separated. So whether that's adding different a bucket system for the kids' toys or something like that, just asking yourself a hard question of, what is this room supposed to be? What do I want it to be? And what is the goal I'm trying to accomplish? Yeah, and that's, that eliminates, I think, like a dump room that we all tend to have. Yes. <laughs> we do. We all have that. And, um, and for, for my in-person clients, that's what I find. That's what I find that ends up happening. Like all the other rooms are fine. And then they have that one room. And that is because they don't know or they have not established what that room is for. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that's that's really that's really mind blowing because no wonder we haven't we haven't figured it out. We haven't established that. So those are those three questions. OK, so after those three questions, what would you suggest after this, the, the mood board has been like established, like what it would be? You mentioned earlier that you work with all kinds of budgets, so mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be expensive, right, Kayla? Oh my gosh, no. So I charge, uh, for for my personal services, I charge a pretty flat fee for the creation of my mood board. And I work with, uh, We I ask the question in addition to those three, all right, what's your budget? What do I have to work with? So I can help you create this room within your budget and the measurements of your space and everything in between. And from there, after those questions are answered, I kind of go with what I know. So part of what I do for fun is researching prices for furniture. It sounds as silly as can be, but it's helpful because a couch that could be under, you've got things like Wayfair. Wayfair is not a bad place. Sometimes you get some not so great things. Sometimes there are real gems. It's just kind of hit or miss. But then you've got clients that don't mind shopping at other places. I think of restoration hardware, which is really, really high end. But there are people that that is their go-to. And that is a completely Mm -hmm. different budget. But each one is so valid 
to each individual. So I work with those different budgets. I work with their style, their color schemes, all of those questions kind of get asked in that initial intake, come up with that mood board. I include all of the prices for the furniture, for the different paint colors, all of the accent pieces, and like a written out document for people to either purchase or keep on their like to buy list or just as ideas to get an idea of what your space could be. And then if people so choose to purchase all of the things, one of my, I love coming in and helping people set it up because yeah. maybe you may not be able to see it just yet. But part of what I love is being able to visualize in my head and then see something come out into real life. Right, right. And what would you say to, you know, someone who wants to kind of DIY their style and, and their, but at the same time, they're saying, I'm just not that creative or, you know, I'm not, I'm not this, I'm not that. And I, I hear that a lot. Like I'm not creative. And, and, but I think that I love that the mood board really sets you up for success, you know? So what would you say to someone who is like, kind of, that's their roadblock. Like they, they've said, well, I'm not creative. The shameless plug, talk to somebody that is Everyone has different sets of skills and gifts and talents. And in the same way, I could tell you I am not a math person. If you ask me to do your taxes, I can't. I won't. <laughs> Don't even bother. Me neither. But, <laughs> but I can help you create your space. I can help you take what is in your head and put it on a piece of paper and then make it happen. Um, yeah. And that's not everybody's gift. If it was... Well, where would the tax people be in the world? Where right. would the engineers be? We wouldn't have anything besides right. a bunch of people that know how to put spaces together. Um, so <laughs> that's what I would say is if you know someone that is great with interior design and with creating mood boards and things like that, reach out to them. I'm here as a resource and would, would yeah. love to help you as well. But always reach out. Find, yeah. find that person that knows a little bit more than you because maybe they know more than you, but you yourself know your design and what you want. You just might not be able to put it together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for that, Kayla. That's, this has been even talking with you right now has already kind of, you know, helped me to, in my mind, brainstorm like, yeah, maybe I can do something with this space. As you can see, our audience does not see this, but I have this empty wall over here. And Kayla's probably like, oh, what is that empty wall doing right there? It needs, it needs something. <laughs> and, and that's the thing that I, you know, that I, I don't, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, and I shouldn't really, like you said, I shouldn't feel bad about it, that I don't have that type of an eye. I don't have, and I did before, like, I would feel bad that I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know how you put this together. Like, I have a friend who, like, she is, she does have that type of an eye. And I'm like, I could get ideas from you. And, you know, that we don't have to feel bad that we don't have that, um, that design, eye for design kind of thing. And um, so, so yeah, thank you so much for these wonderful, like, actionable, I believe, actionable tips. And can you do this online with people? You mentioned that earlier, right? With the mood board? Yeah. Okay. So mood boards, you know, if, if you live in Tennessee, I probably am not going to make the drive out to do this for you in, yeah. in person. Um, to just or say California. <laughs> to the Tennessee, California listeners out there, I would love to. It's beautiful. 
but not going to happen currently. But it is something I can do online. We can have a quick conversation of what you want your room to be. And I can take it on to design that mood board, send you those links for all the products that I use within the budget you have. And that's just a flat fee. And when if that's something anyone listening is interested in, send me a quick message. Would love to help. Awesome. And Kayla, how can my listeners reach you? What is the best way? Yeah, my website is yourhomereimaginedllc.com, or you can follow me on Instagram and shoot me a DM. Probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. I have my phone all the time, and it is just at yourhomereimaginedllc. Would love to reach out, um, answer any questions you have. Yeah, and you guys give her a follow on Instagram because she is creating a really awesome um, you know, awesome account and, um, you can get lots of ideas from her. And so, so Kayla, thank you so much for your time here. And I wish you well with your, with your career as a designer and professional organizer. Um, I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much. Hey, real quick. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best way to thank me is by leaving an iTunes review. If you're listening to me right now on your iPhone, simply scroll down, click write a review within the podcast, and voila, you'll get a chance to click five stars and type in how the podcast has helped you. You can also access iTunes on your computer if you're not an iPhone user by downloading the iTunes app. Also, I offer virtual organizing, And that means we get to hop on Zoom together wherever you are, and I can help you organize your space for a fraction of a price that you would spend hiring an in-person organizer. Contact me by email, hello at organizewithgrace.com, so you and I can get started. I offer a free 15-minute assessment to see if we're a good match to work together. So get on it, girl. Stop being stuck on your organizing journey help you walk forward so you can finish that organizing project that you've been procrastinating on. No judgment here, done it myself, but you know what I'm talking about, girl. All right, can't wait to talk to you. Bye.